sauce. In the kitchen whipping sauce. Kitchen whipping sauce. Whipping, whipping, whipping sauce. Whipping, whipping sauce. Texture dripping with the sauce. Dripping with the sauce. Finesse and getting it with the sauce. Getting it with the sauce. In the kitchen whipping sauce. In the kitchen whipping sauce. Whipping, whipping, whipping sauce. Whipping, whipping sauce. My texture dripping with the sauce. Dripping with the sauce. Flexing on the Welcome to Chef Life TV, ladies and gentlemen. Today I have a very special guest. I've known this chef since 2014-15. Um, he's a he's a very big deal, man. Um, I consider him an OG, you know. Um, so I'm gonna say Chef OG Courtney Harris. Welcome, my brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me, doctor. No doubt, bro. So what you been up to, my brother? Man, listen, working like crazy, keeping busy, staying busy. Being a family man, you know, all that good stuff. Alright. So, um, let's just jump right into it, man. You know, I don't like to beat around the bush, man. I know you're a busy man, you got shit to do. Yes, sir. So, if you can invite three culinary gods to have dinner with you, who who would it be? <laughs> Dead or alive. Hmm. I like Chef G Garvin. I think he set the tone for a lot of things. Um What's homegirl name from uh, New Orleans? Uh, she just passed away. Um, O'Head? Yeah, bro. Oh, I forget her name though. Don't don't blame it on my heart, not my mind. Blame it on my mind, not my heart. Um, but I forget her name. She an OG. Those are only really two people I really look up to, really truthfully, because yeah. I feel like I set the tone for myself. You know what I mean? I didn't really learn a lot from a lot of people. Yeah. Nobody really gave me a shot. I set it myself. So. Yeah. I can respect that, man. Yeah, so, yeah, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. I only have one person I wish I could sit down with. It's yeah. gonna sound crazy because who's that? Anthony Bourdain, man. I could dig that. You know what I'm saying. I feel like he was kind of. I think he was really black in a white man's suit. <laughs> you ask me. But yeah, he's he's definitely an OG. Somebody I actually I could say that I look up to. Um, very real in the kitchen, kept it a hundred. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And was really passionate about, you know, when it came to cooking and, you know, what it represented. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, man he rest in peace, man. Absolutely. What would you say is the, the biggest misconception about you in the kitchen as a chef? Oh, wow. Yeah, um, I, got, I got bangers, brother. You better get ready for them. <laughs> um, probably I'm an asshole and I'm real strict. But, like, once you get to know me, and you and you really to know me is to love me. You know what I mean? I walk around with a mean mug all the time, so a lot of people are I'm I'm they say I'm unapproachable, but you get to know me, you know I'm mad laid back, mad cool. I like to have fun in the kitchen. If you see some of my videos on Instagram, you'll see I'm always having fun, listening to music, all that good stuff. I'm I have a very laid back atmosphere. I feel like um when it comes to the kitchen, the way you treat your staff is the way your kitchen's gonna flow, so always had that in mind when it came to you know running my kitchen so all my kitchens really pretty much ran like it was like fun you know what mm-hmm. I mean? we had a good time so yeah it's different now man we came up in an era where we got pans and shit don't matter so sure while the fuck out so i always told myself once i run a kitchen i'm gonna have a little laid back atmosphere yeah man. for sure for sure i mean it's not like it used to be i think that um a lot of what's changed is part of the mental you know what i mean you have to pretty much take it easy on 
what's going on and you know you, you really gotta be in tune with you know who you have working in your kitchen and making sure that you're taking care of them just as, just as much as you would take care of your own child um i think it's just very important so yeah definitely um what's the biggest biggest thing you had to overcome in this industry Ooh, myself self-doubt self-fear um taking leaps and bounds um I had to learn a lot about putting myself first before any, anybody else and that was uh one of my biggest hurdles because it was one of those things where you you are just not 100% sure in which direction this is going to take you so you know you take one step and you make a mistake and then what you know what I mean and and now you're like you know what do I do next so yeah man just being um I think just overcoming self-doubt was pretty much like the biggest hurdle in my career. Which well-known chef would you battle in the Iron Chef battle? Man, I'll battle anybody. I'm undefeated <laughs> right now, bro. I'm undefeated. You ask anybody. You can take down anybody right now. Bro, yo, with a camera, listen here. <laughs> Any of y'all, I'll take anybody. It don't matter who you are. I'm coming with, I'm coming with it, bro. I'm undefeated to this day. I have not been beat yet. I mean, bro, I ain't gonna front. When I first met you, man, I sat in that restaurant. I said, "Let me stay away from this nigga real quick." You look bad as hell now, but you, you um, you pretty cool, man. And and your food spoke for itself, man. Absolutely. Yo, I think that's the that's the see that's the part right there is that you know I'm not big on speaking. I'm not big on how I look. I'm not big on none of that. When you sit down at that table. And you get up and you smile and you feel good about yourself. You feel good about what you just ate. You feel good about the money that you just spent on your food. That's what I care about. Because at the end of the day, I just want people to be happy. I'm a, I'm a people person in, in, in reality of it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a people pleaser. You know, I want... I, I A lot of the times when it comes to cooking now, um, I put people first before I put anybody else. You know what I mean? And it's just because... That is the part where I want you to be better than what I am in that piece. Not in life, but in that part. You know what I mean? Because I just feel like if you come in and you spend all that money on something to sit down where I'm at or to sit at the table for something I served you, yeah, man, you got to be happy when you get up. Yo, bro, you must have served me a big-ass plate of grits, bro. That whole (laughs) shit was gone. Yeah, that's me, my, one me of my, my staples. Me and my tore that shit up. One of my staples, man. I learned that from my grandmother. Yeah. A little secret. You know, a lot of people learn stuff from their, their grandmother and their mom. Absolutely. It's a, it's, you know what's so funny, man? Is I was four years old when I first started cooking. Well, from what I can remember. And my grandmother, we used to have these big-ass iron like chairs. And she said I used to stub her damn toe every single time I would put it, push it up against um, the counter just to see what she was doing. And it's crazy because now my niece, she does the same exact thing. We had this big big blue stool and she'll pull it up to the counter just to see what I'm doing. And sometimes I actually post her on the Instagram, man, she's a ball of life, man. But it's just the, the, the repeat of life, you know what I mean? Like you, you go on, you go on life, and you you do certain things, and you don't realize that it's gonna come back to you in some type of way. You know what I mean? And you just don't realize it until you know hindsight is always twenty twenty. So yeah, no yeah, man, it's crazy. My daughter, 
So I, I'm a big fan of making Dominican food now. Yeah. And I, I was never before, man. I was always ashamed of it. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, it looks, right. Because it don't look the best. Right. But now I cook it all the time, man. Absolutely. And, and I'm proud of it. As you should. Yeah, man. And when I make tostones, my daughter just wants to learn. Mofongo, tostones, mangu, Bruh, everything she wants to that's learn. That's your heritage, man. You got you to gotta embrace it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like sometimes we lose sight on that, trying to catch up with the Joneses and yeah. all these cats that won't give us an opportunity. We, we tend to forget how we was taught cooking and we start cooking a certain way and we forget how we actually you know we're taught from the beginning and um i lost sight of that for a while man for a long time bro like i couldn't make certain things that you know without it being coming from a chef mind instead of coming right. from a from a homie yeah. you know what i mean you know this is my grand this is how my grandmother taught me to do a type yeah. you know atmosphere so yeah man you lose focus on that you got it you got to stick you got to stick with it bro and you know what's crazy the french do that italians do it right they they make shit that their grandmother taught them, but since it's forward to us, it looks fucking exquisite, right? A hundred percent. There's the, the, uh, there's a international interpretation of flavor, bro. For sure. So just because caviar tastes good, why the fuck can my plantain taste good? You know what I'm saying? For sure. Just For sure. Feel, man. Yeah, man. You know, you know what it is. You know, my style of my style of cooking is is soul food, right? I take what I learned growing up, yeah. how to season growing up, and I just make it look nice on a plate. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, you know, a lot of what we learned growing up, we got away from it getting into the industry because, you know, we were told to do it a certain way or, you know what I'm saying, we were told that this is the only way you should do it, this is the right way, this is the wrong way. But really and truthfully, is there a right and wrong way to do anything in cooking? Nah. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, there's not. Everybody got their own style, right? A hundred percent. It's like driving a car. When you take the test, you got to fucking, you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent, bro. lean back when you're by yourself. A hundred percent. You know, you, 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 you pretty much get to the way where you are, you create your own lane. That's what I feel like I've done. I created my own lane. When it comes to this cooking shit, bro, like... There are some that are really good, and there are some yeah. that are the best. And there are some that are amazing, and bro, like honestly, I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. Sometimes I feel like I'm God in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mean, that's how you should feel, bro. I feel like I'm God in this shit, and the reason I feel that way is because, like, that's the that is just the that's the energy, and that's what I feel like I was blessed with to bless the world with. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm good at. I can't I can't draw. I can't fucking paint. I can't do none of that. Yeah. But you put some food in front of me, Doc. I don't care what it is. I'm telling you, you're going to eat. And you're going to eat yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my art. So that's why yeah. I feel That's why I feel the way I feel about it. I'm going to quote Jada Kiss, bro. When I tell you I'm the best, I ain't cocky. I'm confident. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It's what it is. It's a fact. That's how I feel about my shit, bro. Word up. My shit is fire. Word up. That's yeah. how, yo, that's yeah. how you should Word feel, up. man. That's how you should feel, bro. Because at the end of the day, man... Nobody gonna hype you up better than yourself. I don't know. I can't remember. Except for my girl, you know, she <laughs> she be down for me, man. Um, what what you cook at home, right? That you will never cook at a restaurant. Ooh, yo, <laughs> I saw one of your questions that said, "What 
what dish did you make back in the day that told you you was gonna be a chef or that you got inspired? Yeah. Yo, so my grandmother used to make shit out of nothing, and it tasted the it was the best shit ever. Yeah. Right. So you know how we always just take shit that we had in the refrigerator and just mix it in the pot. In Spanish, we call that "alo fuck it." Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So "alo fuck it," right? <laughs> so my grandma used to take some fucking chicken wings, tomato like paste, chicken broth, and mixed vegetables, right? Yeah. And mix it in a pot, Bruh. Man, listen here, doctor. It'd probably be the best shit you ever tasted in your whole entire life, bro. You know what I'm saying? The best shit, and it came from absolutely nothing. And that's what that's honestly where I got my creativity from. But I would never cook that in the restaurant though. Nobody cooks like mom dukes or grandma, bro. No measuring spoon, no nothing. Man, listen here, man. Listen here, bro. I learned a lot from that lady. God bless her soul, man. She's no longer with us. I lost I lost her about a year and a half ago, right? And that kind of hit me real hard because I felt like, you know, I've lost a lot of people in my life. I have no more living grandparents. Um, my father passed away when I was like 16. Um, uncles, aunts, you know what I'm saying? I lost a lot of people, right? And that one, that one kind of, it struck, it struck a chord. Yeah. Because I had lost so many people at one point that I became numb to it. I didn't even cry no more. Yeah. But that one struck a chord, you know what I mean? Because it told me like, I wouldn't be in this position that I am right now if it wasn't for that lady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she taught me a lot of morals and values of life and more importantly man she prayed for me you know what I'm saying all the time and the reason why I cook the, the way I cook to this day is, is you won't ever come into a kitchen where I'm not playing gospel music and the reason I play gospel music is because that's how my grandmother was she wake up in the morning and she's playing gospel music cooking breakfast she's playing gospel music cooking lunch she's playing gospel music when it's time for dinner and yo the dishes used to come out heavenly bro yeah. like you don't like a hundred for a hundred bro like no meal was not good you know what i'm saying so to me it was just like that's that piece right there that i won't ever take out of my cooking you know what i'm saying you can ask any of my any of my clients right now right they'll tell you they'll walk in the building and they and they own damn house and i'm blasting some gospel music doc. and they ain't saying shit nah not one thing. I remember one time, but honestly, like I'm, I'm, I'm very professional, so I always cut it off before they get in, the, yeah. get in the building. So a lot of the times, like I'll cut it off, and one just like this one particular time, bro, yo, my client walked in the joint. He was like, yo, man, yo, keep that joint going, bro. Like, wow. Because it, it probably took him back, bro. It took him all the way back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's a, that's the thing, man. Is like being a being a chef, man. It hits you in all corners. You know what I'm saying? You never know how inspiring you're gonna be in any in any frame of what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it could be as simple as playing gospel music and cooking, or it could be as simple as just giving them a, a great meal. You just don't know. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's why you know I take those morals and values that she taught me and I apply it to today because that's what's made me successful. You know. That's a fucking good answer. <laughs> what's um what's your favorite place to eat at? Ooh, catch. NYC. Catch? Shout out to Chef Hillary. Um, catch, I love catch. Got a new favorite place in, in Miami. 
Komodo. Komodo. Gangnam. I have no idea. I went to Miami, man. I forgot to hit you up. I was down there, bro. I was tight. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm down there all summer, so. You know I, what went, I went to my boy's spot, uh, Chef Ray. He has a Paul, Paul Mar. Yeah. And, and uh, Winwood? Why? What was it called? Winwood? Yeah, Winwood. Yup, yup, yup. I took my whole squad there, bro. I took my cousin, Yo, my friend, shout out bro. to shout out to Tobias, man. Chef Tobias. Uh, from DC. Work. Just opened up a restaurant, Victory, in, uh, in Miami. Y'all go check it out. He's a dope chef, man. He's, he's got a story. He's come a long way. Um, I think he's he's been humbled in a lot of ways, yeah. and it's and it's made him it's made him into what he is right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's great to see, you know, the the type of uh, uh, um, inspiration he's had to push him to do what he's doing right now. Real proud of him, man. Very proud of him. Biggest to him, man. So, so. Do you have any restaurants in the? Yes. Or the works? Yes, I do. Um, I ain't gonna put too much out there because I, I really you I'm not a man. It, right? I don't it. not so much jinx it, but I don't want nobody to look at me and, and then expect it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be kind of unexpected. When I start talking about it, then you know like yeah. it's really real. But yeah, I got a, I got a couple things in the works right now. Um, I think I'm what what is really important to me is to set myself up for after I'm done with this private chef shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the just the end goal is to open up a few restaurants and sit back and collect and yeah. sit on a yacht somewhere and chill. You know what I'm saying? So being a private chef, man, does it have its perks? Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like right now I got one of the best clients in the world. You know what I'm saying? I signed that NDA so I don't wanna put I don't wanna just keep putting, putting names out there. Can't you know what I'm saying? Names on camera. I understand, um, brother. He's but um, very great guy, man. Very down to earth. Makes my job really easy. Um, I go in, I do my job, I go home, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I guess the biggest thing for me is just to always be professional. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to this, and um, bro, I, I honestly, I really couldn't ask for a better client right now. You know what I mean? That's how crazy it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. and and I'm talking about on a level, I, I, I used to work for Melo at one point, and, bro, I used to think, like, Melo was God at one point, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would do anything for this cat, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how good of a guy he was. Yeah. Melo, super laid back, don't give you too many problems, like, not even too many problems. He don't give you no problems at all. Just mad cool, always giving me shit, always giving me Jordans, like, Always on top of shit. See, that's why his room was full of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Word. You know what I'm saying? And um, now, you know what I'm saying, my client now is, is pretty much the same. And it's, and it's almost turned up times 10. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's, it's, a, it's a situation where I don't have to ask for certain things. You know what I mean? It's just given to me just because, you know, we have a great relationship. We have a great bond. You know what I mean? And I, I think that, uh, you know, because I don't mix the two, yeah. I don't mix business with pleasure. Absolutely. Not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, is why our relationship is so great. Because I come in, I do my job, I go home, bro. You know what I'm saying? If I go on a yacht with you, I'm gonna make sure you're straight while you're on a yacht. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm gonna enjoy myself at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? So I just think that because we have that good work, you know, business relationship, I think that that's what makes it so smooth. You know? 
think, man, listen, man, I think you're doing a lot of things, man. Congratulations, brother. I mean, I appreciate you, man. Like, you know, God is great, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be nowhere, anywhere near this without him. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about I'm three times falling, bro. I done been in the gutter three times. You know what I'm saying? Had to dig myself out three times. You now, know what I mean? I, I think that's... What, like 50% of people in this industry, man? Right? Bruh, it's crazy, man. Right? I went from, after Mellow, <clears throat> after quitting Mellow, don't even, that was one of the, my, one of the dumbest things I ever did in my whole entire life. Um, I quit I quit working with Mellow and went to go back to work in the, in the restaurant industry. And, bruh, that was one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made in my whole entire life. Because it was one of those pinnacle times where I honestly was trying to impress my girlfriend and I was trying to um, do so many things for others and not paying attention to myself and ended up losing it all. Ended up losing everything. You know what I'm saying? And that was God's way of saying, bro, listen here, man. I done sat here and blessed you with all of this and you don't want to acknowledge me of this and then on top of that, you doing it for some other, some other people not yourself? We gotta have that back. We gotta have that back. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have that back. I gotta take all that from you. Man. You know what I'm saying? And then, right, not to put my business out there, right? We had this family meeting, and I got like a like a rude awakening. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a temper problem. I got a bad temper, right? By the time, and what was said to me made me one lose my mind, right, against my family. And then two, I let people tell me what my life is like. And my life wasn't even like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I let I let things dictate how I express myself yeah. without expressing myself the way I actually, you know, should express myself. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and I break that down, right? Is I was doing things that I put myself in this position myself, but... It's like you come and telling me that, you know, oh, this is what you did. Well, I already know what I did. You know what I'm saying? I lose my mind instead of just listening. You know what I'm saying? So I got a rude awakening, bro. Rude one. Listen, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Before I met my wife, brother, I had... He's right here, bro. He'll tell you, bro. My shit was fucked up. My temper was crazy. Ill, bro. Nobody, nobody couldn't tell me anything. Facts. You couldn't tell you me a shit big dude like me, man, so. you can't tell me shit about my food. Word up. How I'm carrying myself. Word up. My wife sat me down. She said, listen, get your shit together. That's a fact. You want to be with me? You want to get married? Get your fucking shit together. That's a fact. And be humble. That's a fact. Hey, bro. My okay. sister looked me in the face and was like, yo, you're doing too much, bro. I can hear you, but I don't hear your message. Like, yeah. all I hear is yelling and screaming and cursing. Yeah. Like, you ain't really saying nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... It was them words that day yeah. that, you know what, yeah. Gandhi, that's how I am now, you can ask her, you can ask her, mad chill bro, I don't respond to too much, you know what I'm saying, unless you directly affected me, let you come up to her and say some dumb, some wild shit, let you, let you bother my kids, my mother, I'm and my family, I'm gonna check you, Man. other than that, bro, you can come and call me the fat motherfucker, you ugly bitch, yeah, man. you are absolutely right, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, Keep that you got, you got that, bro. Keep that energy, man. 
Let me ask you a question, man. Do you feel like... I don't know how to put this in a good way, man. Let me see. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to ask that. I'm not going to ask that. I'm not going to ask that. Let's just straight, let, let's move on to something positive, man. Cool. Something positive. Um, how did you become a part of True Cooks? Ooh, I was working at 9A, and Chad hit me up like, bro, I love your plates. I love everything you're doing. Yo, let me send you some gear. Just post it on Instagram. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yo. This cat would hit me up like once a week and be like, yo, I'm sending you some stuff, yada, yada, yada. I never get the stuff. Yo, we got some gearing. I'm sending it to you, yada, yada. Never get some. Never get it. So you hit me one last time. I'm like, yo, bruh, just send it to me, man. Like, I, I will wear it, bro. I got you. And he finally sent it to me. I still got this red hat to this day. Sent me a red hat. And a True Cooks T-shirt, but it was like the the organic joint, like the straight from the from the start. You know what I'm saying? And bro, I've been I've been a part of the team ever since then. You know what I'm saying? Like he he built this team to basically rep his brand, which was genius. It's fucking and, it's fucking and, it's great. Yeah, we would get boxes. We would get boxes of True Cook shit once a month. All the new shit that was coming out. Yeah. And bro, we just started rapping it. Bro, it's it's to the point where I wear something True Cooks every single day. Like I don't have nothing. Yeah. I really don't even have a regular wardrobe. Like I had to go buy a regular wardrobe. I was just telling my girl the other day, like I had to go buy some more fashion over just to blend some shit in. Bro, I'm not gonna front, bro. I'm a big fan of that movement, bro. Y'all moved that movement y'all started. Bro, it brought a lot of us together that I never even imagined that it would do. It was it was one of those monumental movements that um, nobody saw coming, but everybody was glad that it was there. Let me tell you something, man. I saw that, and I started my shit. That's what inspired me to start my shit. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what, man? I'm not a hater, bro. Hands down. We started around the same time, but y'all motherfuckers took off. Bro, this shit rocking, was crazy, bro. man. It was and insane. Now that now they're affiliated with um, Spiceology, which I'm affiliated with them yeah. as well. Great, man. I'm telling you, man. It's just a great group of people. Bro, they got some fire shit. Great group of people, man. And they're, and they're the same as us. Yeah. By chefs, made by chefs, created by chefs, and it's just you can tell that you can tell the passion in it. Put you like that, and uh, we had a, I had a long talk with uh, with Chad and with uh, Chip, who is now the CEO of um, of a Spiceology, and just gave them you know my thoughts. Um, you got Chef uh, Chef Justin, Chef Tony. Um, they're also Justin, I believe he's the head of sales or something like that y'all help chef justin um man amazing guys bro amazing guys amazing guys man um, i'm really glad to be affiliated with them honestly man as you should be bro listen man i'm not like i said bro, i'm not a hater bro hands down hands fucking down to that movement yeah it's dope man and i always give you guys a fucking shout out because that that shit deserves it bro for sure Crazy. i'm worth y'all go shop truecooks.com spiceology.com he uh Send me a shirt. I still got it, bro. I gained some weight, so I can't yeah, fucking wear it out on the street. I wear it in the house. But uh, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, time is illmatic. That's my still favorite. Got, that's my still got favorite shirt, fucking bro. true cook shirt. Bro. Still got that shirt. You know, in, in New York we say, "Oh, you fucking hurt you you uh, you a herb, you a herb, right?" Yeah. So 
one day my cousin called me a herb. I said, yeah, I know I'm a herb. And if I'm a herb, I'm a Tom. He said, why? Because Tom is automatic, man. Word up. <laughs> Word up. That's a fact. Man, yeah, listen. Man. It's, been, it's been a great journey. It's been uh, had something, it's had something down as well. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm just glad to still be a part of it, still be repping, you know, still repping the brand the way I am. Um, just been, it's just been great, man. Life is good. Your your homegirl is part of the team. Uh, o R, I can't, I can't pronounce. Oh, Chef Ari. Ori. I'm, I've been trying to get her on the show for a minute, bro. I'm hit, hit up. Yo, hit up, bro. I got you. Say no more. That's my girl, man. Ori, Chef Aaron, some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful souls. Beautiful bro, souls, man. Beast too, bro. I watch her. Yo, I be watching her, bro. She a yo, beast. Yo, you put Ori and and uh and Aaron in the kitchen together. It's over. Listen here, my man. Listen here, my man. Ori, bro. Yo, Ori had a kitchen the size of this room, doc. Filled with shit in it and was producing some of the craziest plates out of it, bro. Crazy. She is very, very, very talented, man. Super talented. And don't get me started on Aaron, man. Aaron can just turn things out of the refrigerator into masterpieces. You yeah. never see it coming. You never see it coming. She hit me up when I posted that, that you're coming. She says, I'm fucking super jealous. Shut <laughs> the fucking go. <laughs> yeah, that's my girl, man. She's super dope, super talented. Um, I love her to death, man. She's like my sister. Um, she's doing some great things out here. I'm very proud of her. Um, I always tell her to stay inspired by herself. Um, I always try to, you know, keep her inspired as well, and you know, keep her motivated because she's she's definitely had her ups and downs, and now she's on a on a straight and narrow, doing some great things, man. She's got some great things coming up, um, so y'all look out for her. Um, definitely, definitely uh, on the right path and doing some great things, man. So, what's what's your besides gospel? Because you say you love gospel in the kitchen. Yeah. What's your top five that you play in the kitchen right now? Ooh. Black Meek Mill. I'm old school, man. Jay-Z, Meek Mill. Same, same. Nas, of course. Buster Rhymes. Um, I like Ghostface Killer. I play that a lot. Um, Yeah, man. Honestly, bro, I've gotten gotten away from, you know, listening to a whole bunch of, uh, you know, rap music, bro. It just puts me in a different mode, man. So... I listen to so much gospel now that yeah. I can't even keep up with half the cats that's coming out now. I just learned about the dude Pop Smoke. You know what I'm saying? The day he passed away, I didn't even know who this cat was. Yeah, I ain't gonna front. I used to hate his shit. You <laughs> bitch, but then I'm in a car with him. I mean, yo, this shit gave me kind of hype now. I yeah, like kitchen. I was listening. We was on a boat one day and they played. I'm like, yo, this shit got a little. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But for me, I, I, I don't know who this cat is. I don't listen to him like that. So he he actually, my client actually explained to me, because, you know, they're younger. You know what yeah. I mean? He explained to me that, you know, who it was. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Man, shit, I had, listen, I had no idea, Doc. One, one dude I mess with, he's 30, he's like 34, and I fuck with him because I was always a big fan of uh, Nipsey Hussle and, and Nipsey's second album. Yeah. Uh, Dom Kennedy. Got you. See, I wasn't yeah. a, I wasn't a big fan about uh, of Nipsey, man. I didn't really know much about him when he passed away, and of course I did my research. And yeah. Yo, bro, I, I I love his movement. I love his energy. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, she she always come she always not compares, but like she always says like yeah, my Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? Like you always handled me so so gentle. You know nah, what I mean? but it's what it is, though, bro. I mean, listen, man, listen. The reason why I bring up hip hop is because 
you know, we grow up hip hop and we grow up in the course, kitchen. Bro. It's the same thing, man. Like Cold is another Cold is another big yeah. an, another big one that um um I listen to all the time too. You know I like I mean? New Cold, not when he first came out. I, I like New Cold. Like for sure, for better. sure, for sure. Yeah. I think he's enlightened. I think Nas like, you're my man, stop fucking up. You got balls. For sure, Let's get for sure, for sure. For sure. So Ask, ask everybody this question, man. Uh, before you became, you know, calm, cool, calm, and collective, how did you handle a beef in the kitchen? Hmm. I'm gonna bring up old shit, but what was the worst beef you had in the kitchen? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. Uh, what really, what really shot me over the, over the top? I was working at Cheesecake Factory, and it was one night where, friend, I. I'm an old school chef. I don't like nobody telling me what to do. If I'm a chef, I'm a chef. You know what I'm saying? I don't like nobody telling me what to do. I don't like nobody like coming to me telling me how to do my job. Especially if you're not, you're not you don't have nothing to do with the kitchen. Like, yo, go that way, bro. You know what I'm saying? So one day, this uh, cornball ass, you still a cornball, um, <laughs> cornball ass, uh, fucking front of house manager. Coming to the kitchen and he was hyped about something, bro. So he went to go get another chef to put me in the office, bro. Like I'm some fucking line cook. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a chef, bro. Like I'm on the same level as this cat. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he put me in the office, right? And um, bro, I tell her all the time, like I'm not the type of person to talk too much. I'm about action. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like if you see me, you see my nose flare up, or you see me on some shit, bro. Just know, like, I'm not about to talk. I'm about to start swinging. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, this particular day, I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't up for no conversation. You know what I'm saying? I'm, let me do my job. Let me, let me go home. Word, That's it. Word. So, he was sitting there yapping, 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 and all I said was, "Are you finished?" And I started walking out the office. You're not leaving yet. Wait, you telling me I'm not leaving? Alright, cool. So I just kept walking. Yo, my man steps in my way, like, and then proceeds to put his hands out. Oh, that was the wrong thing to do. <laughs> my man, <laughs> my man behind me, as soon as he saw him do that, he was like, yo, yo, court, 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 chill, 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 chill. Bro, I was about to put this nigga's face through a fucking wall, bro. Because, again, I'm not the type of person to talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not about to talk to you. I'm, I'm really about to smack you, bro. Yeah. You don't understand, but it's coming. You know what I'm saying? So, long story long, the cat looked in my face and saw how serious I was and, and moved the hell out of the way. The fuck back yeah, back. hell yeah. So you, you gotta think, like, you smacked up real You quick. gotta think, too, like, I'm 6'2, right? I'm about a good 340, 340 solid. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, bro, if I get into any kind of rubble with anybody, you're gonna know I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. You might be able to whoop my ass, but you're gonna definitely know I was there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's how I had to present it to this cat, man. Like, I understand, man. You just don't you don't want what I got coming to you, bro. Man, that was the worst shit I ever got into in the kitchen. I'm going to keep it real with you, bro. I used to work at this very famous restaurant in New York City. To the nightclub. I, ain't gonna, I can't say it because I don't want to get in trouble. Of course. But, um... I lost my job, bro. Ah. Because me, me and dude was in the same level. And he was talking to me crazy in front of everybody. Word. And I will, I will have the midday shift. So, you know, I come like around 11, no, 10, 8 sometimes, even at 9 p.m. My man was the closer. So, you know, 
he got along with the night people better. I got along with the morning crew better. Of course. So he'll turn these niggas against me, bro. That's that's not Damn. how you move. That's not how you move. Not for sure. So he said some shit to me in front of everybody. So I said, yo, let me speak to you in the walk real quick, man. The walking is the place to be, let me, bro. Let me speak to you in the walk. <laughs> shit. I said, let me speak to you in the walk real Word quick. Up. So I said, yo, here's what we're not gonna do. When you disrespect me and you give them light like that, it means they can do it too. For sure, for sure. And you sure. know, listen, I love I love sure. my people, bro, sure, but sure. I'm Dominican, you know, I usually your mom was like, you talking about way, I don't give a fuck. I said, I said, you're my man, you need to kind of I said, loco, calm the fuck down. For sure. Ah, I could do myself. He pushed me. Bro, caught him with the hook. You got into it. Chef came through. Caught us in the walking, bro. Yeah, it bro. was over. Bro. I was there, I was there for like six months, bro. He was man. there for like two years. Listen, man, sometimes you gotta look at your presence, man. I'm telling you what, you still look a you still a fucking cornball, like I said, bro. <laughs> um my man um my man almost caught it too, bro. And lucky luckily the the dude that was with me, he was just as big as I am, so yo, he, he had to step in front of you. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just gotta yo, after after looking at that man, I was just like, you know what, bro, man, these people not worth it, bro. They're not yeah. worth your job, so here's what it is. Well, if it's uh is there one thing you could say to uh, like young cooks or young chefs in the industry? What, what would it be? Um, stay at it, man. You know, constantly keep reading, constantly keep building a bridge for yourself. Don't let nobody give you your information. You want to learn something, learn it on your own. Um, unfortunately, man, like I can't sit here and say like you know. Mad people taught me shit. Nobody taught me nothing. Everybody was intimidated by the fact that I would learn fast in the kitchen. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. So it was just it was one of them situations where like all of this shit I do now I learned it on my own. I learned it kinda late, but I learned it on my own. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the private chef shit, you know. Like I just learned I, I just do shit by trial and error. Unfortunately I made a lot of mistakes in my career, you know what I'm saying? I made a lot of mistakes late in my career that I could have made earlier if somebody would just took me by the hand and said, hey, this is the way you do it. You know what I'm saying? This is how you go about this. But I never really had that. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that I do now, man, just I learned it on my own. Constantly reading, constantly Googling shit, constantly practicing. I'm always in a book, some type of cookbook to get ideas. Um, I'm always Googling recipes. I'm always looking at, I'm always walking through fucking supermarkets, shit like that, grabbing magazines. Um, but just know, inf- inf- information is power, man. Right. Information is power. So if I could tell you anything, stay informed. Um, don't stop. Don't let nobody deter you. Don't let nobody be that person that has to hold your hand and take you places. Do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? And if if I can do anything at Chef Courtney Harris, you hit me up. Anything I could tell you, anything I could do, anything I can help, any way I can support, I'm there, 100%. So we reached uh, a point in time where uh, mental health is a spotlight now. And I feel like in this industry, there's a lot of people that are are becoming victims of it. Because sure. this, this industry is very unforgiving with mistakes. Sure. And especially if you work in a fine dining restaurant or in, on any restaurant, man. Like we, we as chefs, we don't have uh, sick days or, you know, th- those kind of, those kind of perks. Sure. So... Um, what message would you have to say to people that are going through it right now, man? Uh, you know, me being a, me being a victim of mental 
illness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I would say this is if it's on your mind, on your brain, and you want to talk to somebody, get it off your chest. You know what I'm saying? Don't hold nothing back. Always tell the truth. But more importantly, tell yourself the truth before you tell anybody else. Mental, the, the, the mental part of that is loving yourself more than you love anybody else. Because you can't give anybody else love and you can't give anybody else anything unless you're in the right you know, capacity, mental capacity to do so. Um, you know, I want to say a little over 12, 13 years ago, I tend to take my own life. Um, people used to say, uh, when I used to take pictures and they used to look at my arm, right? And they used to be like, yo, look at all those burn marks. Those ain't burn marks, chief. You know what I'm saying? Those is actual cuts. You know what I mean? Because that was a night where I almost attempted to take my own life. Cut my arm up, cut my neck up. You know what I'm saying? Got to the hospital <clears throat> and what put everything into perspective is is this cat looked me in the face and he asked me, black guy, black black security guard outside my door. And he said, uh, the only question he asked was, is why? So all he had to ask me. And that was the very night that I told the truth, that I started telling the truth. And it was for nothing, for attention. Just wanted attention. It's exactly what I told him. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, right, we all just want to know that when we're doing something, we're doing a great job. At the end of the day, we just want to know that we're loved. At the end of the day, we just want to know somebody actually cares and is thinking of us, right? So in your day-to-day, right, no matter what you're doing, why don't you take the time to hit somebody up and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or, or shoot somebody a text. It only takes a few seconds, you know what I'm saying? Take a few seconds to say, I'm thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, man, you know, me being somebody that was tied up into that, and then now, um, unfortunately, I I just had a friend who lost his life from it as well, mental illness. And, you know, you you really have to take it seriously, man. It's not a joke. You know what I'm saying? I tell my kids I love them a million times a day. The other day, my son asked me, he says, Dad, you just told me you loved me like three times, like before just this one. So I'm joking around with him at this point. I just keep telling him I love him, I love him, I love him, I love him, I love him. Because the thing is about that is that we we don't tell each other enough that we love each other. You know what I'm saying? And when I say I love you, I gotta follow that up with action too. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I can sit here and tell you a lot of things. But if I don't follow that up with action, if I don't follow that up with something that can um, express or show that expression in some type of way, it's just another word. Yeah. Words don't mean a, a damn thing in this world. You know what I'm saying? Words without action is everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Words with action, yeah. sorry. It's everything. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm a spiritual person, man. I bring God into everything. I don't pray without action. I don't pray without believing. I'm a faithful person. I don't, if something bad happens to me, I find the good in every bad. And that's just because that's how faithful and how strong mentally I am now. You know what I'm saying? And anybody watching this, you can do it too, man. It don't take, it, 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 you might think it takes a lot, but it don't take much. 
because the first initial part of it is loving yourself first Absolutely. putting yourself first the moment you start putting yourself first before you put anybody else that's the very moment that you are more valuable to this world than anybody else you understand because that is what the key part of it is is that when I when I come into you as a relationship I come into you adding value I don't come into you knowing that this is what I can get out of you or this is what I'm taking away from you. I come in to add value. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with this young lady, right? The first thing I said to her, I'm not, I'm not in this relationship with sex. I'm not in this relationship because you look good. I'm not in this relationship because, you know, everybody thinks it's, it's just cute. No. I come to add value. You know what I'm saying? I come to step to the plate to add value. If I can't add value, then this is not a relationship. Because all I'm doing is wasting your time. Time is something we cannot get back. Absolutely not. Time is very precious. So spend every moment of your time making sure you're okay before anybody else is okay. Because that's the value that you'll add to this world. Value is, that's where it's at right there, bro. Bottom line to it is, is that once you start thinking in a way where how you can add value, you start thinking about it's not a relationship, it's a relationship with the world, period. When I post, people are inspired. Why are they inspired? Because of the way I handle myself, because of the way I come across. I come across as very positive, or come across as very inspirational. Because I don't want nobody to, to, to come to my page and they can't get nothing from it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's the reason you're here. So if you come in, take something away from it. You know what I mean? People hit me up every, every day, bro. Every day. A chef will hit me up and say, yo, chef, man, what is it that I can do to be better? And I answer them. I don't give a damn about no 30,000 followers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I must say, bro, you, you, you answer your... I answer them, bro. bro. I yeah. answer, bro. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, right, how do you know that that answer was not the one in between the answer that they didn't get that was sending them over the edge. Listen, man, I tell people all the time, man, hit me up, DM me, my cell phone's on the page. Yo, you I can, you can, you can time, hit me, man. yo, you can hit me up whenever you want. Chef, at Chef Courtney Harris, flood my shit, bro. Because if I, at some point I'm going to get to you, I promise you that, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just how I am, you know what I mean? Because I wanted that. When I was going through that, I wanted that. I wanted that attention. I wanted somebody to tell me that, you know what, yo, court, you're doing a good job. I tell my, I just told my client a couple of days ago, right? Mind you, he's a millionaire, bro. You think he need me to tell him he's doing a good job? Yeah. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because everybody else around him is probably just there just Mooching, to get what they bro. want, bro. Mooching. You know Mooching what I'm like saying? A motherfucker. But me, I'm there to get what I worked for. But in the process, I'm there to inspire you as well do my job you know what I'm saying and the added bonus to that is yo dog man I, I noticed last week you lost a few pounds you know what I'm saying not only that the way you taking care of your son I'm watching yo dog I'm proud of you man I'm proud of you man you're doing a very good job bro that's, that's the way move. you know what I'm saying sometimes people need to hear that you know what I'm saying because it's not said enough and I said that to you right Bro, I love what you're doing, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't have to hit me up at all. You know, Bro, you know I was going to hit you up. Of man. course, but but the but the point of it is is that of course there, I, there, I didn't have to. There, but there, there's a lot of other chefs out here doing the Listen, same man, thing I'm doing. To, you know to what be I mean? honest, bro, I ain't, I ain't think you was gonna reply, bro. And the, the fact that you did, bro, it, no, I had to. Lot, man. It's, it's my it's my duty, man. It's my duty. When when God blessed me with what I have today, He didn't bless it. He didn't bless me with it. 
for me to, to keep it. He blessed me with it to bless others. That's what a blessing is. You don't get blessed to keep your blessing. You get blessed to, to spread your blessing. Yo, and, and that's what I tell people, man. I tell people every time you come on my show, man, I don't care if you have one follower or 100,000 followers, man. You want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to come. I'll highlight you. I'll put you on. For sure. You got, you got to show love, man. You got to support. Sure. Especially in this industry, man. You have to support each other, man. For sure. I'll tell you one thing, man. I promise you this. There might be a couple chefs out there that don't that don't like me because they don't like the truth, right? I, I'm not one to sugarcoat shit. But there's a lot more out there that will tell you that I will drop at a drop of a dime, I'll come and support you. At a drop of a dime, he answered my text message. At a drop of a dime, he answered my DM. Now, there's a lot of other chefs that are nowhere near, even on my platform, and they won't even answer you, right? But me, I don't I don't care. I don't care what type of platform it is, bro. If you need me, hit me. You need some support, I will make time for you. You need something, you call me, I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? Because you called me and you said you needed my help. Me, I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just the bottom line to it. So if I could tell anybody with mental health issues, because that's what we got kind of off top, we start going on. But the bottom line to this is, man, just love yourself. And if you need me, man, just hit me. If, if I can talk to you, if I can, if I can say something to you, if I can shed some light on some things, call me, man. I'm here. Man, that was deep as fuck, bro. Almost cried. Well, I forgot to hold my <laughs> shit in, <at>, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, I appreciate you coming out, man. Taking time, especially with your lovely lady, man. Coming out here and supporting me, man. I, I appreciate the support, man. People don't say, man. I appreciate the support, brother. It's a pleasure, man. Definitely a pleasure, you know. Finally linking up. Yeah, absolutely. Finally seeing man. you in person, bro. You a big motherfucker. I didn't know that you were that big. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, man. Like anything I could do to support, anything I could do to help, bro. I'm more than a phone call away. You got my number. Absolutely. Anything brother. you need, man. Anything I could do, bro. I'm there. Now listen, man, I know my man has a lot of followers, but if you ain't following him, you're fucking bugging. <laughs> <laughs> nah, y'all ain't bugging. Y'all just missing out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank you for coming out. Yo, man, you're already Appreciate it, man. For real, for real.